This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, and welcome to the show. I'm Sensei Michelle. I'm Sensei Jackie. I'm Landon. And Sensei Randy's here. Yay, Sensei Randy's in the All house. All right, we got him in the house. Come on, we're excited. Of course. It's been way too long since Sensei Randy was here. And the big deal is we didn't even introduce him as a guest. Ooh. Of course you know, not. I have a secret to reveal to all of you. Ooh. Sensei Randy has been here since the beginning. Gotcha. He's just on mute. <laughs> In his invisibility cloak. But he is a part of the show. Now that was funny. <laughs> and you can tell by just this dialogue that today's show is unscripted. <laughs> we love an unscripted show. So this one should be crazy. Yes. I was going to use the word dangerous, but I don't think that's true. <laughs> let's hope not. Okay, let's get started and see what happens. Great idea, Sensei. Let's do it. Us. I'm interested in talking about this karate saying. Karate is for everyone, but everyone is not for karate. Have you ever thought about it? You know, I actually have thought about it a lot and in a number of different ways. But I was thinking that maybe the best way to tackle this would be uh, to separate it into two parts. The first part that karate is for everyone. And then after we've discussed that a little bit, maybe talk about the second part. Everyone is not for karate. Yeah, that sounds like the logical way to go at it. You agree? Oh, so it does seem like two distinct concepts. And that's exactly what it is. It's a yin. It's a yang. <laughs> we just last week did a dichotomous episode, which are two unrelated things. But hey, don't get me started. Shall we? Shall we? Okay. Karate is for everyone. First off, sometimes you hear it, karate is for everybody. Do you have any preference over everyone versus everybody in sentences? I think everyone is okay. That's what I, I think that if I was saying a sentence, I would say everyone rather than everybody. But Sensei Jackie is the grammar expert. It sounds cleaner to me, everyone. I like everyone. And to digress a little bit, in our three rules, in some shirts, they say, everybody works. And on others, it says, everyone works. I did huh. not know that. I did not know and that. And as it turns out, like, I like everyone in, in this She meant that in two ways. She likes everyone here. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> but... For some reason, because I learned those rules as everybody, mm -hmm. I like them as everybody. Oh. But when we're talking about the phrase that we're using today, I like everyone. Me too. Okay. She's going to mm. segue me for just a second and I'll get back on track to you can buy that Everyone Works shirt at our Cafe Press site. We've got some cool merch on there. Yeah, we do. How do we get there? We lost our water bottles. On Cafe Press. I know. And one day I'll get there and get us new ones, but not today, folks. You're just going to have to do without a water bottle. And I'll link us at the bottom of the page. So you can click it, see the shirts, decide if you want something, et cetera, et cetera. We've got some dog tags, some bags, some really cool stuff. The bags are good. We just bought some the other day and they were nice. Ooh. And now that fall is coming in, there's some cool sweatshirts. There is some cool sweatshirts. Fall in Florida? Is that real? Well, that's our winter coat. Okay. Since you're in two weeks. Start us out with karate is for everyone. Where are we going to go? Karate is for everybody. Because in my opinion, there is always some concepts in karate that you can always take away. It's like the buffet. The, the buffet saying, I think we say it all the time. I don't even remember who to attribute to. Maybe it was you, Sensei Michelle. I do think it's like a buffet. Where there's something everybody can take away from karate. And I think we all agree to that. In any given class. In any given class. Right. And 
for the most part, I know when I came to Karate, I came with a specific purpose in mind of this is the thing I want to work on myself to improve myself. So as I, an adult, as an not adult, counting your as kid, a kid life. <laughs> I got what I got and it ended up, you know, those life lessons ended up helping me on further on, which pushed me back into it as an adult. So, you know, right. you get a little osmosis as a kid, as an adult, you do come in as more focused. I could agree with that. I think that's a really good point. So I do love food. Um, so I love the buffet reference. But <laughs> but when you said that, I also kind of thought of it as a puzzle because oh. all the different, and I'm so not a puzzle person, but <laughs> I would much rather have a buffet than a puzzle. But there's <laughs> but the puzzle makes up all the different things and mm-hmm. each puzzle piece makes up something for me. I would say I think the, that's the, really li- the life skills, the self-defense skills, the conversations. I mm-hmm. I can't remember who said it. Uh, maybe, it would, oh, I know it was somebody commented on it on Facebook that they love the conversations of the dojo. Mm-hmm. I think that makes up karate. There's, there's something, there really is something for everyone. And to expand from our Goju karate or Goju Federation karate that, that we study, there is a form of karate out there for everyone. There's MMA, there's mm-hmm. Shotokan, there's Taekwondo. They're all out there. Mm-hmm. So anybody looking could choose from a myriad of forms. Mm-hmm. So there is something for everyone. And also, as it turns out, karate is for people of all abilities mm-hmm. and disabilities. Yes. I'm going to add two more styles. If you're out there looking for a style, there's Kung Fu and there's Tai Chi. Us. So right. there really is a gamut of styles out there for what you're looking at. And we didn't even name jujitsu. And right. especially here in South Florida, there's, I mean, I see all the time so many yeah. different styles. I, I see a lot of dojos running more than one style inside their four walls. And I think that's so that they can keep the bills paid. Right. I think so too. Plus there's so many blended styles. Now. Yes. But I'm going to go to what you said. I think karate is for everyone, not only because it's for all abilities, but also all ages. Yes. All ages, all body types. So one of the things that we've talked about in this podcast before is that I have a little bit of a dance background since Jackie has a lot of a dance background. And there is a point where physically dance is not, what's the word I want there? Fun anymore. Well, I have a dance background too. Come on. I've got some good moves. (laughs) (laughs) That is a joke for for those of you that know me. Oh my God. I don't know if I can keep a rhythm for more than three beats. I, on the other hand, can't even keep one beat. (laughs) (laughs) And if you look at other sports like um, basketball, it doesn't go in, it doesn't go into your fifties, your sixties, your seventies, your eighties football. And I was thinking of one other one, hockey. And I, but you know, what might be a little bit is swimming might be something that a person mm -hmm. could take into all their ages, but let's stick on karate. You can age with karate and it benefits your life to do so. That's right, because there's there's modification for everything. Yes. And you can still be in the dojo training mm-hmm. with everyone. And a little bit of a, a tease coming forward, we're going to do a whole episode on how to adapt training to aging. Us. Coming up in the not-too-distant future. I don't know exactly when it's coming out. I'm really looking forward to that one. Yes. Well, and I think that factor of you can age with karate also factors into the you can be as competitive or not competitive in karate, where some of these other things are completely competitive. Like with a lot of sports, it's so competitive that when you try to move to a less competitive field, 
it's really difficult to find those, like to find like, you know, an upper age, you know, flag football type of game is very difficult mm-hmm. as opposed to karate where we have a, there's a lot of variety. You can find yeah. somebody in your own age bracket fairly easily because there's a lot of variety. Yes. And if you're not competitive and you don't want to attack it from that standpoint, it's no big deal. Nobody makes a big deal out of it. But if you are, there's there's that phase also. We're so not competition forced at all. Not, not in not our in dojo. Federation. We offer it, but it, right. our promotions are not based on it. Correct. But in karate, if you're older and you do want to be competitive, there's there's a dojo for you there's somewhere. Opportunities. You just need to look. If you want to have a heavy hitting dojo, if you want to have a light hitting dojo, if you want to have a more philosophical dojo, mm-hmm. the, I mean, mm-hmm. the, the variety all out is there. amazing. Correct. And I want to say one more thing about why I think karate is for everybody. As you stay in karate or join karate and you're not a kid anymore, is the key to having a well-balanced life is to keep moving. You've got to be moving. You don't necessarily have to run a marathon. You don't necessarily have to do 500 of every exercise, one of the requirements of our showdown test. (laughs) But you do have to keep moving. I'm reminded by my own last statement of I took a an older man and a special needs person through a black belt test. Yes. And rather than putting them through 500 of everything, I took them on a water obstacle course. That's what we did for their black belt test. I'm jealous. I wish I had that as my (laughs) exercise test. (laughs) First off, it was so much more physical than I thought it was going to be. Oh my gosh. I was so tired the next day. I heard that tire tail is pretty fun. Yeah. I'll put the caveat. I've done several rope courses in my life. Every one of them has worked every part of my muscles and it, the intensity is much like karate, mm-hmm. however much you want it to be. Cause yep. a lot of them have multiple paths and that sort of thing. Yeah. So they can be very intense and you come out and you're like, Oh man, I'm at my camp. We have an aqua park and it's crazy how, how fast it gets you going because mm-hmm. you start and you start running and then you have to go on the monkey bars, which I'm terrible at. And then you have to run against this really, really, really small area it's definitely a test of agility. My favorite is the trampoline in the middle. Gives you a little bit of a break. <laughs> and one more thing before we put karate is for everyone to bed. We do water workouts. Oh. In our in our dojo, we do water workouts. And in our style, everybody does beach workouts. But we also do pool workouts. Yes. And mm-hmm. always have. We've really had fun. The first one I ever did, and I give a shout out to Bruce Kelly because he listens, was at Bruce Kelly's house for his children. Hmm. Wow, that's a long time that ago. That was a long time ago. <laughs> had to be because I remember doing a beach workout when I was a kid. Yeah, I'm not a kid. No, I don't want to talk about how long ago it was. <laughs> I remember hearing a story that Sensei Jackie told us that Master Collegian didn't he make you guys go into an inlet? Yes, <laughs> one time. Maybe that'll be on the end of the podcast torture story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. So, what does it mean? Everyone is not for karate. That's a little bit. Maybe we should have started there, right? Because that's a little bit more. <clears throat> dun dun dun. Yeah, serious. Serious, but true. I feel like Willy Wonka. Stop. Reverse that. <laughs> not everybody wants to go to karate. Okay, but no. that—that's not necessarily true. I think a lot of people would say, "Sure, I'd try that," but then what makes them not want to stay? And that's the key. I think something that you can take from both angles is the discipline of it. I agree. I think, and we've talked about this many times before, that we see uh, a lot of people that end up leaving after or during a test. 
um, which we obviously know we're not saying that's a bad thing. We're just saying that that is something that we see a lot because the discipline that comes with karate is intense, but I love it. That's one of my favorite puzzle pieces of karate. I think for a lot of people, they struggle with that. I agree. This, go ahead. I agree that with the self-discipline yeah. being a difficulty. And the puzzle piece that I think is right next to discipline is another huge factor is that commitment. Mm-hmm. The commitment yes. to karate. Because you have to have both. You have to have that discipline and commitment. Right. And especially even even kids can get into these things where they, they don't have the time to commit to karate or they mm-hmm. can't commit to karate or there's just like a physical exhaustion, mm-hmm. maybe a mental exhaustion factor. I know as you get to, you're an adult. We've certainly felt it. I know I felt it mm-hmm. when I've gone to a dojo. Sometimes I'm like, let me push through. <laughs> Come on today. Woo. And most of those days, I'd say about 99% of them. I'm glad I stayed there. I had a great time. I wasn't too, too tired, not passing out over there. I agree. Those are both really good points. I think one of the things that it's a little bit sad is that if you're a child and maybe you want to go, but you don't have a ride, you don't have someone who will commit to you to take you there. Mm -hmm. So you can't get there on time. You can't get there once a week. It's really hard on the kids. So maybe they'll find something else in their neighborhood or closer that they can get to, or that their parents, they can share with their parents. That's interesting. And I also have a little tip because I was a kid in karate and then I left and I came back as an adult. And there's a kind of a thing where you kind of grow out of karate a little bit for some people, not everybody, like the saying goes, you know, Everybody's it's different. not everybody, but sometimes you grow out of it because you don't think you need it, or maybe you, you moved on from it a little bit and then you can come back. So it's, this isn't like a permanent thing. Like you're not forever, not for karate. It's mm-hmm. maybe you're not for karate now, but you might be for karate at some other point in your life. And, and he brings up a good point where then it goes back to, cause karate is still there for you. That's right. right. You come back just the way you left. Which is why we put those two phrases together. Exactly. exactly. Go ahead. And I will say, <laughs> Going back to what Sensei Jackie said, one thing that I love about our dojo is that we are very accommodating. And I will say that I don't think I've ever heard of a situation that somebody was, quote unquote, denied karate Mm -hmm. because of a situation that they were in. And that's another puzzle piece that I love is that it is that safe culture. I agree with you on everything you're saying. And one of the topics that comes up a lot now is the old school militaristic way of teaching that came here in the 50s and the 60s. Correct. And mine is not the only dojo that has adapted to modern times by saying, look, everybody doesn't want to be yelled at like I'm a drill sergeant. That's just not how people want to be talked to. And, And I don't want to be talked to that way. So for me personally, I try to treat people the way I'd like to be treated as as much as a human being can with the fact that sometimes I'm going to make mistakes. Right. Right. And also if a person finds themselves in a militaristic style dojo, which they exist. And maybe they want that. Then they stay there. But if they don't. Yeah. But if they don't, if they have the opportunity or want to take the opportunity, they can find a dojo with a different style of teaching. Which we did a whole episode on how to pick a dojo. Yes, we did. And we totally recommend you watch the class before you join. Say to the person, can I just watch so I can get a feel for what's going to happen before I jump in with two feet? And I encourage people to do that with us. And if you're interested or have any questions, you can contact us all over the web at Wildcat Dojo 
ad.com. I haven't added this before, but on our website, we do have a lot of information about training with us. Mm-hmm. And we do offer a Zoom class. Yes, we do. So if you're interested. But that is our website. Email us at dojoconversations at AOL.com and Wildcat Dojo Conversations on Instagram. I'm going to take home the concept about the everyone is not for karate with one of the things that I think wears people down is the repetition. Hmm. Us. Yeah, because karate is repetitive. I am 100% sure we did an episode on the words, what you do a lot of, you become very good at. Us, we definitely did. And you have to do the same thing over and over and over again in order for it to become second nature to you, intuitive, Mm -hmm. intrinsic. And for some people, like for me, you know how you were saying that the discipline is the um, puzzle piece you like so much? Mm -hmm. I do too, you know that, Landon. But I like repetitive so that your comfort level in that becomes so comfortable. I know it's a stupid sense, but it's true, right? I think it's very true, and I like it too. And some people don't. That's correct. Uh, And as we know in education, repetition can be, it's something that's very necessary, but it's also one of our biggest foes because people can lose their focus, get bored, that sort of thing. Yes. So it's the way to make that repetition fun is always the big challenge for the senseis, always. And, and I have worked very, very hard, especially for the younger people that we teach, of Oof. finding ways to present the same front kick seven different ways <laughs> so that you can still keep doing it without becoming, like you said, Randy, you're actually disengaged from the moment. How many ways can you move out of the line of fire? <laughs> <laughs> Left, right, back, forward. My my eighth grade Spanish teacher always said, repetition is the mother of invention. Hmm. Because once you repeat something so much, then you can go from there to do something new because it's part of you. Okay. I think the original saying is necessity is the mother of invention. And I get the both of the meanings. I do. Once something is so ingrained in you and you make it your own is what you're saying, then you can create something from From there. Want me to give you an example? Sure. Sometimes I make up words, right? I'm so comfortable in the English language that I just put two or three of them together and make one up right on the spot. And you guys know I do it all the time. It's so much fun. I know. And as some of you know, I am in the midst of learning Spanish for over 10 years now, and I'm nowhere near that kind of comfort zone there. I barely hang on with the language just to be able to speak. I do speak a little bit to people, but I, I'm not, it's not that intrinsic in me at all, even after this many years. I still call Sensei Jackie and ask her questions about Spanish. <laughs> and, and Sensei Michelle's level of knowledge is my favorite phrase. I know enough to get myself in trouble. Uh, in Spanish. And, in Spanish. <laughs> and talking about that repetition, Master Collegian said it as it's just where it's an extension of your hand. Very when good. We, when we're talking about weapons. I think that's important because... When you keep learning and keep learning, it's just, it's second nature, like you said. Yeah. So speaking of weapons, one of the things I do, and I just recently had success with it, is I'll put a weapon into a person's hand who is working the very basic kata. Mm. And just the addition of that thing in their hand reignited their excitement. And they began to re-repeat the moves I know I said re-repeat. Was that me making up a word? I'm just <laughs> Excellent. saying. A little bit, Sensei. And they weren't <laughs> bored anymore. And we've also done it where we've put a weapon in a, in a student's hands where it's an empty hand caught and we're just like, 
just just move the weapon around. Usually we use that as an introductory thing, but it, it gets that excitement going. Exactly. It reignites the whole thing, right? So the point for today is Landon's favorite subject. If you are interested in karate, find a dojo. Us. Totally. Right? That's right. Secondly, we've told you that karate is based on discipline. Karate has repetition. These are things that make it a little more difficult. But like with the four of us, maybe that's not something that turns you off. And maybe once you get into it, you'll love it just like we do. And thirdly, I really do think that because it is for people of all ages, I mean, we have had people in their 60s join the dojo in their 60s and receive their black belt in their late 60s, early 70s. Hmm. And I'm always very, very proud of those people for for sticking with it. Yes. And I think the key concept is if you think karate will make you happy, you should do it. And I think if you're listening to this podcast, you think karate will make you happy, so you should do it. Because, again, as you also said earlier, Landon, a lot of people do like the conversation part. And mine is not the only dojo that has conversations. All of them do. Yes, they do. And just two or three weeks ago, Pam mentioned how she loves Sensei Greg's conversations at the end of their classes. And and he is fun. Yes, he is. I just don't know if you're funnier than me, Sensei Greg. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so how are we going to finish this episode? By telling a joke. You have a joke for me? Of course. All right, let's try it. Knock, knock. Who's there? Sensei. Sensei who? I sensei bad joke coming. Oh, (laughs) my goodness. And that joke had me written all over it. Like I said earlier, joining a dojo, we tell jokes on Tuesday nights. (laughs) See, this all just comes together. You're so funny. All right, here we go. So I can't tell you thank you for coming, Sensei Randy, because you're not a guest anymore. But we did have a great time, didn't we? Oh, Sensei. This was a very interesting subject for me. Oh, it really is. And it brought out so many new ideas. And we laughed a lot. One of our favorite things. So we do have to finally get to... Honor Athletics, of course. Where you can buy all your karate needs and more. I wonder if she has joke books. Maybe she has karate joke books. If you you, uh, call her... Ask her and tell me the answer, please, folks. And you can give her a call at 770-945-5150. Or you can look on the web at honor-athletics. I was going to say, of course, at the end. (laughs) That's not part of her name. We just added that. And uh, you can scroll down to the uh, show notes and click on the link there. Very efficient. And when you shop, please mention us, Wildcat Dojo, for your 10% discount. Thanks, guys. Let's start our goodbyes. Bye, everyone. See you later. Bye, everybody. See you next week. Bye, y'all. See you when I pop up again. And this is Sensei Michelle signing us out. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again next week on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.